0: Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon.
1: Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. You ready?
0: Bienvenidos.
1: Bienvenidos all. It's the Endless Honeymoon Podcast.
0: Uh, I'm your host, the main host.
1: That's the main host, Natasha Legero.
0: I'm the reason why you tune in, and I'm the- my Nepo husband.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that a term? It should be. That's awesome. Who are some famous Nepo husbands?
0: Nepo hub.
1: I had did have my own thing going on before I met you, so I'm not saying I didn't get a boost by being with you, mm. but I definitely already had an established thing. It wasn't much of a thing, but it was a thing. But who are some true Nepo husbands?
0: Um... Can you think of any? Nepo husbands. Yeah, Nepo. You got one? Scott
1: Disick? Or Scott Disick? See, I don't
0: even know who that is. See, that's the problem. The Nepo husbands, you don't, you're not, you don't quite know who they are.
1: I know. Okay. What about uh well Brian Austin Green is a tough one because he, he's famous. He was famous, but then he got a boost. See, that's what it's about. You know, when you feel things waning a bit, you latch yourself on to a successful woman and you find that boost. That's that nitro boost. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown? Well, he okay. I okay. Bobby Brown has been cited. Ronnie,
0: Bobby, Ricky, and Mike—new addition. Like that, he was like more famous, but I guess he did have a
1: dip, and he didn't compare to Whitney Houston. But I would definitely say Bobby Brown had his own thing going on. There are genuine Bobby Brown fans, as there are genuine Moshe Kasher fans, as there are genuine Scott Disick fans.
0: Well, listen. Nepo husbands, something to think about. Nepo wife, like...
1: Nepo wife is a classic. A lot of that. A lot of Lot A lot of Nepo of wives.
0: Um, but listen, we just had Thanksgiving.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Um, happy colonizer day to everybody. <laughs> and, and you know what we do, the thing we do in our house is because of the problematics of the Thanksgiving holiday, we actually go around the table and rather than saying things that we're thankful for generally, we say famous colonizers that we're thankful for to celebrate the spirit of the holiday.
0: Not true. We had a beautiful Thanksgiving. Very and nice. And another thing we did that I think we should start to make a tra- tradition is yeah. our post-Thanksgiving Patreon Dinner. Oh,
1: we did a, a leftover Patreon dinner gathering. If you're not yet a member of the top tier of our Patreon, the kind of intimate connection that we have with those people, not because they pay more, but the fact that they pay more gets them into the dinner parties. Well,
0: we had this... I, I feel like every time we have a dinner party... We come up collectively with some funny things. We
1: did have a, a, hot, a, a hottest take.
0: Well, I had never thought of this before because we were inquiring about Black Friday. It
1: was, in fact, Black Friday. And
0: Moshe, you said...
1: Well, we the question that was posed right. was... Okay, Black Friday... This is I a Zoom
0: dinner party, everybody. We did not have people over at our house.
1: No, no, we would never actually be in physical contact with any of our fans or oh. listeners. But w- what 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 I said was that one of my traditions for Thanksgiving is because I'm a huge aficionado of the r slash public freakout subreddit on Reddit and, of course, <laughs> worldstarhiphop.com, um, I, one of my Thanksgiving traditions is on Black Friday in the morning. I wake up like a like a Gentile child on Christmas to go look at the fights that have occurred at Targets and and oh, Mervin's. you're not
0: waking up to wait in line. You want to wake up to get no. the <laughs> subreddit videos. I'm trying
1: to see. <laughs> Housewives in Iowa beat the shit out of each other over a microwave that's 75% off.
0: No, I know. And I hear you. And I'm always wondering, who are the people fighting on your screens? So
1: that's what came up, right? Is like, okay, we've got Black Friday Mm -hmm. where they open up at midnight or 10 p.m., uh, day of Thanksgiving, so that people can rush in like uh, the fucking, the, the Trojan horse's uh, um, trap door has been opened up and they're coming into Sparta. I don't know history, that might be the correct. Troy? Troy, that's where they went? They went to Troy. Anyway, we have that, but then they've invented Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, you just sit at home, there's no possibility of getting socked in the face by a soccer mom. Why it came up in our, in our Zoom why do people go in person? Why, if there's a possibility of conflict, do they go in person? And I suggested that they're going in person, not incidentally, to, because not incidentally that there's conflict, they're going in order to... to feel alive. They're going for the conflict.
0: They're going for the conflict. They're
1: going to elbow a grandmother out of their way <laughs> as they try to get a pack and play or a fucking large screen, uh, big screen TV or whatever, right? And,
0: and people in our Zoom were backing that up with specific stories of relatives who are going for the angst.
1: And so they suggested the idea, and this was a really profound one, I thought. They're not just going for the conflict. They're going for the conflict because... Of the impotent rage they felt sitting around the Thanksgiving table listening to their father pontificate about, uh, you know, stolen elections and or uh, listening to their niece pontificate about trans rights. And they're getting more and more angry that the person who's sitting there in their family disagrees with them politically. So they actually need they can't scream at their nephew or their grandfather. So they go to Mervin's. Does Mervin's exist anymore? I'm not sure. They go to Mervin's in order to get into a fight.
0: IRL at Mervin's.
1: IRLC, in real life conflict.
0: Okay, all right. And um.
1: God, I would love to see you in a fist fight over a like very cheap product at a Costco.
0: Also, like, do you have to like find someone who works there? You're like, excuse me, excuse me. Do you work here? Do you, can you tell me? No, can I? the way it works, you is, just grab it.
1: The way it works is that they open up the. I mean, listen, I've seen many videos of this. They open up the the door, and and a and a phalange of people stream in, as if there was a as if there was a a food. A UN, I've seen those videos. Like a UN food drop. <laughs> they, they rush <laughs> in, and they go to all of the <laughs> d- heavily discounted sales items. <laughs> And they start fighting over them. And, and they're willing to commit assault for $85 off of a TV.
0: Well, listen, I thought it was a hot take. I love our online community. If you wanna find your twin flame, come Oh yeah. <laughs> be a part of our Patreon. Honestly, you get signed books. I just mm-hmm. spent the morning signing, I think 200 books for our top tier Patreon. 200? I mean, I don't know how many we need, but I did sign 200. That's quite a bargain. Well, and then Moshe's book's coming out. We are signing that. The top tier is including signed copies of our books, invitations to these dinner parties. Yeah,
1: it's a good community. And as Natasha said, she said before, I'm just going to let you in like a little bit past the fourth wall of this podcast. She's like, we got to talk about that dinner party because it was so fun. And we got to create our own Twin Flames universe. (laughs) So that Twin Flame reference, that wasn't accidental. She was saying we need to start an online cult.
0: No, I'm saying without like...
1: Without mind control.
0: Without mind control, without taking money from people, just mm-hmm. an online community where we can talk... Like, Because people obviously want it. Like, for example, the Twin Flames documentary, they're feeding off the vulnerable people. Almost every single person in that documentary was just recently broken up with if you're and then told that the person they broke up with was their...
1: Twin flame. Their
0: Twin Flames. Natasha <laughs> I mean, and I yes.
1: watch that documentary And we realized something really profound. Do you remember, honey? What's that? We realized that we are not one another's twin flame. (laughs) And that was kind of a major realization. No, if you haven't watched a twin flames documentary on Netflix, it's highly wrecked.
0: And then that other woman—it's a
1: doc that keeps on giving—who
0: made—who uh, took advantage of the um, teal teal swan. Oh, teal
1: swan specifically, Ooh, almost
0: ninety-nine percent of her audience had been sexually assaulted.
1: And that's the kind of fun, lighthearted um, <laughs> content that you can expect. No, but I'm Zoom. saying
0: we—it made me think like, oh, an online community where you can actually talk to people and like. Trade stories without the mind control or the money so, and that kind of thing.
1: Let me just reframe what you've said to me so that it uh, and see if this feels resonant. You watched two documentaries about abusive mind control cults, and your thought was, I should do something like that, something similar.
0: No, Moshe. It's my, sounding like that. My thought was. I like aspects of this. I like you like
1: aspects of the mind control cult. No, I like that people
0: can can log on. That I can log on. I've started like going to some like this guy David Nickturn has this like online meditation thing. Mm -hmm. I started taking Um, the chanting I do has some online communities that you know sometimes when I'm on the road I can log in and just chant with everybody. I kind of like these. I like. Uh, Laura's laughing
1: well what you're doing is seeming very unstable (laughs) that's all that's it's not what are you talking about she's laughing out of concern (laughs) that's all
0: wait why does it seem unstable to think like But Before the pandemic, I never thought like, oh, I would log on to this on a Tuesday night from 530 to 730 to like, let me ask you this, connect with people and actually feel like I've done some kind of connection without going anywhere. Can
1: I ask you this? Yes. Actually, I'll ask our listeners. What you're talking about does sound wholesome, but is it concerning to you or to our listeners that Natasha the other day was in tears saying we have to get our child a Sanskrit name or she won't ascend to the fr- uh, fr- <laughs> final level of nirvana? Like to me that felt like a red flag, and How I just weren't... I
0: didn't say that.
1: You did. Remember? Oh, you don't even remember. You were in a fugue state. You were in a Sanskrit fugue state.
0: Listen, Join our Patreon. Don't join our Patreon. I'm just saying these dinner parties are cool. They are
1: cool. We have a good time. And there's now some regulars. That's what's kind of cool. We got some regulars, people that we we feel like we're friends with in a way. And some people that are pretty funny. Actually, a couple people that are funnier than us and we don't like that. And we're going to have them removed. So there's some spaces available at the top tier.
0: Also, there has been, uh, in terms of our Patreon, and then I'm done selling it. Uh-huh. I've been working all weekend uh, on painting. So yeah. basically... Yeah, i I've wanted. Mosha's <laughs> Moshe's really upset because the dining room table has become my art studio. Well, the entire
1: dining room table was covered with... Uh, let me just contextualize this. The, Natasha, you may have noticed, has a regular um, habit of calling out things in the house that are physically chaotic and taking me to task about them. Saying that it creates a diminished quality of life for you. The other day I walk in... And our entire dining room looks like Andy Warhol's studio.
0: Yeah, well, that's cool.
1: Well, it's, that's cooler it's than cool. leaving the milk out. You and, like, leave the milk out.
0: Dog food all over the place.
1: And I said, can we clean up the dining room? Chopped
0: up dog medicine. And
1: Natasha was like, I'm so sorry. Right now, this is a child labor sweatshop <laughs> that I'm running for our Patreon. <laughs>
0: No, well, I told my daughter that she had to paint paintings for Mm -hmm. the Patreon, and we have these beautiful frames. The best way to get a child to fall in
1: love with fine art: saying you (laughs) you have to do this because mommy's trying to start a cult.
0: Well, so I decided I would do them with her, the Mm -hmm. paintings, and so I would do half, and then she'd do half. She'd finish it, or she'd start a painting, and then I'd finish it because I do want it to go through. They are getting framed, and I want it to go through my aesthetic art minor. Uh um i and so uh you know not all of her stuff is quite up to par
1: well yeah that's what i will remember when you were saying that to her you were like yelling this isn't up to par and i will tell you there's nothing like a five-year-old handshaking weeping saying i don't want to paint anymore mommy uh and and mom and then mom saying you will you will paint because our patreon is more important than your development
0: well, you can make fun of me if you want, but I just want to say I had a major breakthrough. I was painting with her yesterday, and I kept trying her to, d- to get her to do it the way I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No, we put a little bit of paint here, then we mix the colors." And she was just getting really into this idea, and she like really wanted to like dump the paint out on a mm-hmm. piece of paper like wildly, and she was like getting her body into it. And then she just came up with this idea where she painted, she dumped a bunch of different paints on the page, yeah. mashed it up into like then Took the paint, took the uh, paper, put it into eighths, unfolded it, and then started a printmaking station. Mm. And it was so creative, and the paintings looked awesome. And I was just getting so stressed out, like helping her. And then I realized, like by standing back for like one second, she had her totally own unique way of doing it That's that cool. was better than I ever thought of, and. I don't know. I just kind of learned a little something because I was just getting so demoralized because she wouldn't listen. Mm. And I was like, my child won't listen to me. She won't do anything how I'm saying. She, I'm just going to give up on the painting. You know, it was like all this stuff. And then she ended up... Anyway, I just thought that was cool.
1: And it actually ended up really cool, right? I mean, do you want to announce this? Hmm. Well, her prints have now... We have a partnership with a really cool clothing c- company. Or like a kind of mom and pop place called Sheen, <laughs> And... <laughs> So that's kind of really cool.
0: <laughs> the Chinese sweatshop Shane. yeah she uh,
1: and and well, Natasha has well. our child in we've signed a in perpetuity contract. <laughs> With Sheehan.
0: Well, one thing she kept saying to me, which was a little disturbing, while we were painting, and she's like, "Mom, how much can I get for this one?" <laughs> she kept wanting to know how much she could get for them. But the truth, and is I was like, "No, these are we're doing these as like an act of service. These are for the people who listen to our podcast."
1: But the thing is, you're you're right. I have had that ki- that same kind of experience a million times. The agony that I experience as a parent is when I am attempting to apply my living standards to her consciousness mm. and the the good parts are where I surrender to realizing she has her own consciousness right There's and it was cooler than
0: anything I could think of I mean it did make more of a mess than I wanted but she just clearly had a vision
1: okay so you can find these prints at sheehancom forward slash endless honey baby <laughs> Natasha what's up
0: okay well we had a few questions that people are sending about Thanksgiving uh, this person says, enduring time with my family, it's clear I'm either adopted or inbred. Ah. Should I delve deeper to find out? See, this is interesting because my take is just like, I'm nothing like these people, but they're obviously related to me.
1: But this person's saying... She's not, saying
0: I must be... They're saying I must be adopted. It's
1: an expression of ego, isn't it? Mm. It's you see people who in your, are in yeah. your family that are ingrates and you don't think... They're, you think, oh, they're so different than me. I must be from a different bloodline. But, but, <laughs> but bad news, sweetheart. That's who you are.
0: Okay, here's a good one for you, Moshe. How to politely tell my family that Michelle Obama is not a man mm. and Obama is a citizen.
1: That is a tough one. Wait, is that
0: a thing that people think? I know, I know, young people think Osama bin Laden is, is cool. cool. I didn't know that they also thought Michelle Obama.
1: Let me say was a man. Okay, or is c- it old
0: people that think me, Michelle yes, Obama? I was going to say okay. the
1: demographic <laughs> of people that think Osama bin Laden is super cool now, and people that think Michelle Obama is a man—extremely different demographics. Right. Okay. Uh, I got very it. similar mental softness. <laughs> Very similar algorithmic manipulation happening for them, but very different algorithms, very different demographics. Anybody that thinks Michelle Obama is a man is a 60-year-old white man, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there is uh, copious amounts of um, images online that have been photoshopped to show a bulge in <laughs> Michelle Obama's what? pants. Uh, what? What do they up. get
0: out of thinking this?
1: Well, they get, they're feeling that there's like this bizarre deep state conspiracy. But what a couple, by the way! <laughs> what a couple! A, Michelle Obama is trans, and, and 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 Barack Obama is a secret non citizen Muslim. Why? This is a a real quandary. Why would Barack Obama, the Muslim mole into the United States, marry a trans woman? That's not a natural pairing.
0: I got to tell you, I believe it.
1: You believe all of it. Mm. But think about what I'm saying. To to believe this conspiracy theory, you have to believe that that Barack Obama is a committed Muslim spy, but also a super progressive pro-trans person who married a trans woman. (laughs) Those are not natural bedfellows. So you gotta believe so deeply in your conspiracy that you stop believing in certain aspects of your conspiracy. Because if you believe that Barack Ob- Obama's a Muslim, I'm gonna guess you're not super pro-Islam. Would you say that's fair? Yes. You're not like, I think Islam is a beautiful religion of peace. You think Islam is like, you're like paranoid about Sharia law, right? Mm-hmm. And Obama is nothing, mo- nothing if not a Trojan horse man, second Trojan horse reference of the episode, um, uh, um uh, warrior for the impending Sharia but he also married a trans woman it don't make no Listen, sense so people... that's what you say at Thanksgiving you say exactly what I just said you say how could Barack Obama be a Muslim and be married to a trans woman and that will open the mind of your uncle and he will realize his folly and he will start to vote Democrat
0: Whenever people are like winners at life, people try to like say, say things about them.
1: Oh, that's for sure.
0: So I think that like just also maybe explain to them that some people are superior.
1: But this is how I actually would do it if you didn't want to do my uh, real deconstruction. I've been thinking a lot about the phrase, oh, I, j- I don't agree with that. Just that. You say, he said, oh, you know, Michelle that's Obama. Good. You know, Michelle Obama's a man. You go, I, I don't agree with that. That's and then you good. just change the subject. It's like, what can they say? Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. D- don't engage. Don't get in on it. D- w- you can't ever convince a per- a person that thinks Michelle Obama is trans <laughs> and oh, and Barack Obama is a is a Muslim spy. Will never, never lose an argument. They are incapable of losing an argument because they're not coming from a place of reality. So you just go, yeah, I don't agree with that. Anyway, can we change the subject? You say that.
0: You know, I I'm such a fan of a script. Yeah. Like recently, my friend Shauna who's married to our friend, friend of the podcast, Sabrina Jalees. Mm-hmm. She just told me, she says to her kid, oh, not an option, babe.
1: Not an option, babe.
0: And I started saying it to, to our kid and
1: it it's really working. It's really working. <laughs> I'm could- like,
0: I'm like, you have to move your hair. I, I have to be able to put a barrette in your hair. And she's like, no, no, you can't touch my hair. Leave them. I want my hair in my face. And I was like, it's not an option, babe.
1: And she just went with it. And she was like,
0: "Ooh." okay
1: she went (laughs) boom really (laughs) it was that
0: that easy like i just never thought so i just i'm thinking that principle like what you're saying just like a really short simple thing that can
1: i remember i was at the gym once at the boxing gym practicing boxing because that's something that i do i'm a boxer and this guy came in and i already didn't like him he was always like trying to do start some shit like say some weird little shit and he brought up something I don't even know what it was. Just some weird right wing conspiracy shit in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I just said, "So he was your
0: trainer, I remember."
1: No, 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 not my trainer. Oh, this was just like a gym man. Different right wing. You know, these people, by the way, they always do a little. Light. Oh, he
0: was in your boxing class. Yes. I remember this. These
1: people, they always chum the water a little bit. Mm-hmm. They always come out and they'll say a little something, something that's not quite enough to make you go, "Hey, you seem racist." Just a little bit. They just. Just throw a little bait in the water. See how you react. And then the next week, they get a little more comfortable and a little more comfortable. Finally, he said something that was just like, what do you guys think about? I don't know what it was. All right. And I just said, I remember I go, oh, this is the gym. Let's work out. We're not here to talk about that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, but that is slightly aggressive. So what? I wouldn't say something that aggressive, to, especially to a man.
1: Well, I did. And it shut the whole thing down. It's just like it was so clear. I just want to work out. I don't want to talk about politics. Now you know what I would do? What would you do? Not an option, babe.
0: No, I go like this. <laughs> yeah, wait. Oh, hold on. And just like, I didn't change hear. Change the subject. Yeah, like I was like, I would pivot and it was like, then oh, then I didn't bring even it hear what he time. said.
1: What I said, I go, ah, uh, let's not, we're not here to talk politics. We're here to work out. And he just stopped. That was the end. That was the end of that conversation. So I would do something like that to your Obama c- paranoid uncle. You just say, oh, yeah, I don't agree with that, but I don't really want to talk about that kind of stuff. Let's change the subject.
0: And will you say that to your Gen Alpha friend who likes Osama bin Laden?
1: A hundred percent, I would say that. I mean, the truth is, if I had a Gen Alpha, is that a new generation? Gen Alpha? If I had a Gen Alpha person tell me about how cool Osama bin Laden was, I probably wouldn't be able to resist getting into it with them because I do feel like a young person I could humiliate, whereas an old person I would just make them, I could humiliate them too, but there'd be no possibility of them shutting down. They would just go further and further until they had a, a coronary event. Also, there's so,
0: more of a physical altercation with an older person. I feel yeah. like young people are not going to fight with you. But
1: the truth is, the better move than trying to convince someone that Osama bin Laden wasn't cool. I mean, the better move would just be to go like this. Uh, yeah, we're not talking about Osama bin Laden at this table. Next. <laughs>
0: at Thanksgiving, you would yes, say. Yes.
1: If some like 19-year-old, you know, actually, there's a context in which Osama did v-. You just go, okay, yeah, that's fine. But I don't want to talk about that. Next topic. Just alpha them. They're alpha. I'm alpha. Oh, they're called. They're al- gen alpha. I'm an alpha male, and I'm changing the subject.
0: We should call them Generation Zero.
1: Why? Just to be mean?
0: I don't know. It's like they're like, they're gonna be, the we generation sh- that our child is. Yeah. Like
1: we should call them Generation Last, because <laughs> they are the last generation.
0: They we should call them Generation that will never be able to buy a house.
1: That we're, we already have that generation.
0: Here's why I That think, generation is now. Well, that's why I think that the young generation, Gen Y and Gen... Wait,
1: I, I'm super... Wait, lost. what are they called? How many people... Who? <laughs> wait. We got Gen Z. <laughs> we, got Gen Gen Z. we got Gen Z. Gen Z and Gen
0: Alpha. Those two? So
1: Alpha's beneath the Z.
0: I know, I know, but I'm saying... Is that saying,
1: right? How old is Alpha? Alpha is between like 14 and 1 now. Fourteen alpha is between and 14 and 1.
0: <laughs> they must have so much in between common 14 this generation. And one.
1: So a They should
0: have generations that are born after the pandemic.
1: Though. Oh, what do you mean? They do. That a lot should of people be its own born.
0: generation. Uh uh-huh. Post-pandemic babies, because our child's not that. She was two when the pandemic happened. Anyway. So my point oh wait, our is, child
1: is Generation Alpha.
0: Right. Let's go so, kick her ass. <laughs> Gen Alpha, uh, Gen Z. Yeah. They try to control thought and speech uh-huh. because they'll never be able to afford to buy a house. So, so their whole thing, th- their whole commerce, their whole. Their whole thing is like we're gonna be in charge of like tech, like how tech works, and like we know like the best language and the trends, and that's why they're like into that because they have nothing else.
1: Yeah. You sound old and out of touch. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. I don't think that Gen Z tries to control thought and speech. I think you guys are fire, <laughs> straight up, no cap. I think you guys are a fire gem <laughs> for real on god
0: generation fire generation on god
1: generation fire there's nothing mid about you i'll tell you that right now you guys are not mid you are you are low-key not mid you are high key high key high key fire
0: okay well they'll let you into their club
1: i guess yes all right natasha do we have any more thanksgiving queries
0: all right. This person says, my bitch sister-in-law reassigning my meal contributions to other people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is Having funny. a
0: bitch sister-in-law would suck.
1: It would suck. And I'm sure she isn't nice. But have you considered that it's not just that she's a bitch and that you're also a bad cook?
0: Wait. So she's saying she's reassigning. No, she's saying that her meal contribution was somebody else's.
1: Wait. Say it. Read it again.
0: My bitch sister-in-law reassigning my meal contributions to other people. No,
1: she's saying this person writing in used to make the the, the sweet potato casserole, oh. and her bitch sister-in-law was like, um, actually, we're gonna have Diane make the sweet potato casserole this year. <laughs> like, I'm sure she's not cool, but I bet your casserole sucks. <laughs>
0: That is not true, Moshe. That's rude. It's
1: true. Why would the bitch sister-in-law cause have Because the sister-in-law
0: cause, is a bitch. But
1: why... Why it, Even a bitch likes a tasty casserole. Should The bitch came out with her saying, this is nasty, you can't cook. Make your fucking ambrosia and shut the fuck up. What do you care?
0: Okay, I hear you. What else you got? Okay, being the only lesbian queer person in my family and being constantly sexualized.
1: Hmm. I mean, well,
0: we were just watching this movie last night, um, Anatomy of a Murder. Is that what it was? It's from the 50s.
1: 1959, Anatomy Um, of a Murder. When
0: probably some of these people... Were born. Were born uh, who are sexualizing at the table. But it is shocking how sexually biased that movie is it's all about Mm -hmm. this woman on trial because she says that you know she was raped and like nobody believes her people are only worried about the men who died over this rape the greatest
1: the greatest quote is there there, there's like a pair of panties that is missing and they say it's like a jimmy stewart movie yeah and they say the word panty it's actually for the time it's a very um um i don't want to say progressive because it is very backwards but it's a it, it it's surprising how much sexuality and rape talk there is, but the judge, they're trying to find this pair of panties, which is evidence, and the judge has to say the word panties to the courtroom, and he says panties, and everybody in the courtroom laughs, and he goes, now that's it. There's nothing funny. And by the way, this the whole thing is predicated on the fact that this woman was raped. That's why the panties are missing. And he goes, there's nothing funny about a pair of panties that caused one man to be killed and another man maybe to go to prison. No mention. No mention. Ma- of, of the
0: rape the, on trial,
1: <laughs> the woman, the woman who's sitting in the courtroom who was potentially raped, no mention. And
0: I don't think that was part of the irony of the movie. No, I mean, that not was at just all. How things were. Anyway, my point is, it is our job to correct the older generations. I think with a script line. So what do you say when you're constantly sexualized? Uh, you know, if people are like, "Oh, so you have sex with women?" Or uh, what could a possible thing be? I'm not I sure. I think
1: that, I think you're right. I think you. Wh- what you, do you, you say? come in you with a to- with a preloaded line. Yeah. Something that's going to make you. You not, you're gonna not want to say it, but something like, "Oh, that makes me uncomfortable." You <laughs> right. just say it directly. Oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Say it five times. If it really is bad, you bring a little sign that says, "You know, I've I've been noticing that people um often make sexual comments around me." I brought a sign. So anytime you do it, I'm gonna just lift a little sign up. You're gonna make. I brought things-
0: a bell. I brought a bell. A bell. So anytime oh, you that's do an it.
1: awesome idea. <laughs> because you're gonna make things uncomfortable. No one's
0: gonna do that. That's but you're gonna. Much. But they're
1: gonna stop. I guarantee if you rang a little dinner bell every time someone made a weird comment about your sexuality, they would stop doing it. It's but- the
0: same thing as training a dog, to be honest. Yep. We're training a dog right now, and it is the same. I'm like, wait, I should use this on my child.
1: Here, uh, the bell? The that- bell? Oh, the no, clicker. the way
0: the, the training techniques because right. it's like oh when they're doing something you don't like completely ignore them turn your back to them and just shut down. But and like now they're not because I, I was doing this thing where I was turning and then turning and turning and the dog's getting all excited and that's the same thing I do with my kid. I'm like oh I'm sorry about that. Oh what if we do this? What do we do? I'm like exciting it. Like what if I just like did the thing? So I'm just saying all this kind of technique you can like add to your interpersonal relationship. Totally.
1: But here's why ignoring won't work for this person because ignoring is the fuel that people that make uh, inappropriate comments feed upon i get it but you want to correct you want to correct
0: and that's what you're doing with the dog and with the kid like you correct it because if you're not giving them the positive reinforcement that they want they're probably going to stop and what people really don't want is to be embarrassed and if you say something that's going to potentially embarrass them which is like oh that makes me uncomfortable yep that's embarrassing and people don't want to be embarrassed. And so what stop. they're going to
1: do, what they're going to do, they're not going to stop immediately. You're going to say, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. And they're going to try to turn it on you. Mm. So, th- they, so they're going to say, here, you say, uh, Tosh. Yeah. You sleep with any ladies lately?
0: Oh, uh, that makes me uncomfortable. Oh,
1: come on. I'm just being, come on. I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm, ch- I'm just asking. Oh, I
0: know. It just makes me uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. Well, anyway, don't take, don't be so uptight. Does that you sleep with any ladies lately?
0: Oh, that makes me uncomfortable.
1: Eventually, they're going to shut down, right? I mean, they're going to. That's, I think, the move.
0: All right. I love it.
1: I love it, too. All
0: right. Well, listen, Moshe, we have people waiting in the wings. Can we please take a call?
1: Let's do a call. I'm with you. One call. Hey, Tash. Yeah, Moshe. You know what I found in our dog's mouth the other day? What's that now? A very high-quality bra. And I was wondering, do you have any information on said bra?
0: Oh, my God. Honey Love is the only bra I wear So it must be the only bra my dog chews.
1: It was such high quality that our dog knew it was the perfect thing to chew upon. And I've been trying to chew upon them, too, because your breasts look so delicious in them.
0: Honey Love's bra features supporting bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, you don't want to take it off. You don't even realize you have a bra on. That was my whole transition into not wearing bras was that i just cannot deal with this feeling anymore it must have been right around the pandemic mm-hmm. but now when i go out i'm like okay my nipples like you can see them like i do need to cover these things
1: i don't i like seeing your nipples but i understand your dilemma honey love has solved that dilemma treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 50 percent off site wide at honeylove.com slash honeymoon this month only
0: ladies Give the gift of comfort this holiday season, whether you're attending a wedding, hosting a big Thanksgiving dinner, or simply seeking that everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one.
1: Inventory is limited and the sale ends soon, so don't miss their best deals of the year. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support the show and tell them we sent you.
0: It's time to ditch the underwire for good, thanks to Honey Love.
1: Honeylove.com slash honeymoon.
0: Honeylove.com slash honeymoon.
1: Honeylove.com slash honeymoon. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know, I just found out that for the past seven years, I have been signed up for (laughs) BrabustinBabes.com. And Rocket Money helped me get rid of that and start saving money right now.
0: Wow. I am so proud of you, Moshe. I mean, Mm. I actually, I've heard people talking about Rocket Money. I actually looked into it before we were even sponsoring it on our podcast. Are we sponsoring Rocket Money? I think
1: they're sponsoring us. They're sponsoring us. And you know who else doesn't sponsor us anymore, though, is BrabustinBabes.com. For, you got
0: rid of that.
1: But I got into Rocket Money and they saved me, listen, hundreds of dollars a month. No joke.
0: Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions, but the actual total is closer to 200 If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money.
1: What they are is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place
0: prices are rising it's stressing us all out you have to cut your costs this is the best way to do it because this is money you don't even know you're spending people have just got you you know they they have you into these like cyclical perpetual it's like so hard to cancel right one click to join 18 clicks to leave
1: but you know rocket
0: money will do this for you
1: like a rocket they operate like a rocket. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash honeymoon.
0: That's rocketmoney.com slash honeymoon.
1: Rocketmoney.com slash honeymoon.
0: We're gonna call Amy in Winnipeg.
1: Ah, uh, Winnipeg.
0: Wait, Lori, you found a boat yesterday named Natasha and you didn't get a picture of it? I'm so How is that a present? She's like, "I have a present for you too. I saw a boat yesterday that had the name Natasha on it, but I couldn't get a picture of it."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great present. Amy. Hi Amy. How's Winnipeg this time of year?
2: Um, tiny little bit of snow, pretty cold, kind of windy.
1: Can I ask you a question about Canada? Yeah. What's up with that? No, that's not my question. Um, do you guys do Black Friday? Um, like running in, I know you celebrate a different Thanksgiving date, but do you have a version of like retail madness where Canadians run in and beat each other up for flat screen TVs?
2: <laughs> I don't think of anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was out shopping on Friday and I got a cell phone plan for uh, 29 Canadian dollars. Oh,
1: that's, a, that's almost a month. That's almost four American dollars a month.
2: You got locked into that for a year. Uh, I, no, I don't know how long I'm locked into that, but it was better than the 55 I was paying. And my sister pays a hundred dollars for hers. Well,
1: congratulations. Me, so, Although yeah. I heard you only get coverage in the, in the upper Yukon. Is that correct? Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, tell us what's going on with you in the peg.
1: <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah. Hey, yeah, when someone moves to Winnipeg, do you say they got pegged?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I used to date went- a Canadian. I know it's called the peg.
1: Is it called the peg for real?
0: it's called the
2: peg, yeah. The peg. And I've been calling myself, so I grew up here and I left for 18 years, came back. So I'm calling myself a re-winnipegger. Yeah. But maybe I'm gonna start calling myself a re-pegger. You should I say I
1: just started getting pegged again. That'd <laughs> I'm be gonna get of fun. a
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I need your help with something uh with sort of an ex uh boyfriend/slash friend. So about 12 years ago, I was living in Calgary and I was working for a company. And we dealt with some people in Toronto. So sort of Montana and Buffalo. That's the distance. Don't condescend and,
1: to us because we're American. Okay. We understand. You don't have to uh, contextualize it for us.
2: I know Natasha has trouble sometimes pictu- <laughs> you know, picturing where everything is. So I just thought I, would you know, this was in my... Uh, Listen, in my I practice. went
0: to public school in Illinois. I did not excel I just there's like large gaps in my learning. Oh, okay. by the way,
1: I love that you call, you said uh, Montana to Buffalo. So you're saying that Toronto is the Buffalo of Canada?
0: Yeah, exactly. Your big
1: metropolitan <laughs> mega city is the Buffalo. All right, uh, go ahead. So you dealt yeah. with people in Buffalo. <laughs>
2: It's, it's by the Buffalo. So anyways, there was this guy that I dealt with and I really liked him and we were kind of flirting and had a really good, uh, you know, camaraderie. So I managed to work it into conversation that I was going to be in his area, hoping that he would ask me out and he did. So we made arrangements. We met at like a big box bookstore and we had great dinner. We had great cocktails. We had great drinks, uh, and I slept with him and it was super fun And then I think we were kind of seeing each other for, I don't know, we'll say maybe a year. I was working for uh, an airline part-time. So I had passes. So I'd go out and visit him. We probably only saw each other about three times. He traveled out of the country a lot. Um, we ended things on fine terms. I don't even really remember why. And, um, He was then in my city about, say, three years later, and we hooked up again and, you know, had dinner. It was really nice, blah, blah, blah. So we've stayed in contact, and I called him last year, or I texted him last year and said, hey, I'm going to be moving to your province, you know, kind of funny. And he said, oh, that's, you know, I'm sometimes in the area that you're going to be in. Could I take you out to dinner? And I thought, yeah, that would be really nice. haven't seen him in forever. You know, I enjoy his company um that didn't happen he did ask me if i wanted to join him i think he was working out of south america and he asked me if i wanted to go down there and i said i couldn't because i didn't have a valid passport uh anyways he contacted me maybe a couple months later and said hey i'm going to be in your area can we do that dinner and i said yeah i've moved so now i've moved to winnipeg so by fargo um and then about a week ago he messaged me and said hey would you want to go away for a long weekend? And I said, sure, what do you have in mind? And he's like, I don't know, just somewhere chill, you know, just the two of us really relaxing. And my first immediate thought was, yeah, absolutely. But now here's the problem that I need your help with. Okay. So when I first met him, like I said, we met, He, I think I had probably sent him a picture of my face, maybe waist up or something like that. He kind of held back a little bit, uh, to make sure, I think, to see what I looked like physically. So this was about 12 years ago. I think I was 34. Um, he's about 10 years older than Wait, I am. you haven't
1: this guy on and off for 12 years?
2: We've been kind of in... No, not seeing each other. Sort of like...
1: In communication. You know,
2: yeah, exactly. Like, okay. I would consider him a friend now, but someone that I would potentially... I think think at one time I saw something more happening with him. I'm like, you know, he's divorced. He's got a couple of kids. I always pictured myself as a step-parent. We were both in the same industry for a long time. He travels a lot, so he's away. I could have, you know, time to myself, blah, blah, blah. Got it. Um, So now he's asked me to go away. And my first thought was, yeah, absolutely. But I am... A bit heavier than I was. And I kind of don't know what to do about it. Do I? I mean, my body's certainly not something that I need to warn
0: someone about. This is not your responsibility.
2: No, it's really not. But I think just sort of for my own comfort, like, I mean, really, I'd love to just have all the confidence in the world. COVID hit me a little bit harder. So I'm still working to kind of get back to where I feel like... He don't look great either.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. Not that you don't look great. I mean, you look great to me. But I mean, I know how it is when you compare yourself to like...
1: Your old self. Your
0: old self and yourself 12 years ago. Oh, you know
1: what's the worst is when your iPhone... Sends you those like memories of. So annoying. And it's always like, it's always like at the beach, but it should say like when you, when your skin looked better. Like it always is like a retrospective of what you used to look like. But this is actually a very good, interesting question.
0: The question basically is do, is it your responsibility to let a long term person know that maybe you don't look as good as you used to? Or you you don't look
1: the same as you used to? I would
0: never tell. Yeah, I wouldn't say
2: like as good. I mean, I'm I mean, I've got pretty decent self-confidence, like I mean, my face is.
1: Well, we have nothing to compare you to, so we're currently very horny for you. Like there's <laughs> there's we so we don't know. I mean, you look great to us, but you're, sa- I get that. I mean,
0: talk yourself through the end result. What is the guy going to say? He's going to be like, you're going to be like, just so you know, I've gained some weight. Oh, and, no, then- and that's what I don't,
2: don't want to do. Because in my mind, I sort of say, would I even ever say that? No, that sounds ridiculous. And that's making way too big of a deal about it. Do I sort of go down the path of, hey, what do you think? What are sleeping arrangements to know? Like, if this were just a friend, I would have zero hesitation. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: well here's a qu- here's a question. Would you so you guys haven't physically seen each other in quite a long time is kind of the idea. About eight but, years, yeah. But you follow each other on social media?
2: No, oh, he's got no social media. I never have. Uh-huh.
1: I mean, yeah. would you expect him to do the same for you?
2: Mm. I he he sent me a photo of himself and he looks just the same.
1: <laughs> Wait,
0: so you should send him a photo of you.
1: I mean, that is the way to do this without debasing yourself saying because the truth is you look good and but you don't look the same and so you're like your dilemma is do i warn him that i don't look the same but if for your own comfort level you wish him to see what you look like now you can always send him a photo and and just not do it under the context of hey just so you know this is what it's looking like these days i'm (laughs) COVID, you know, COVID, like, you don't <laughs> do have to do that. Do not
0: say that. And That's also, sure. I bet your tits are fatter than they were. So, you know, push those up. Get those, as Moshe calls them, fat tits mm-hmm. in, in your picture. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, let, there's... I, I don't know. It's, it's like it's probably... I thought... I, I mean, I did gain weight from the pandemic. I think I gained like 20 pounds. But, like, I don't know. I, I just... I, I just but kind you've, of, but you locked it down, so right. He, you know, that's true. He can't.
1: I just think like your your dilemma is you know that it's a false one. You know that it's that uh, that it's so it is very gendered, and you know that it's not your responsibility, nor and it's embarrassing, or I don't even know what it's it's debasing to say. Hey, just so you know, just in case you want to cancel this trip, this is what I look like now. But but but, but
0: she should send him a picture just because he sent her one. Th-
1: that's what I was going to say. The only framework in which you should send the picture is if for you, because h- warning him I'm different looking is not your responsibility. But making sure you feel comfortable, making sure that you get there and don't some weird tension if you decide you want to do that then yeah i say you send a neutral picture hey here i am in winnipeg looking forward to our getaway you know <laughs> and then if on the insane off chance this will not happen he writes back and is like oh actually my uh vacation time at that then you're like thank god you know you yeah. dodged such a bullet not to have to be on vacation with some pig
0: and also like it might be fun for you right now to Go shopping. Like, I know that if I'm going to be on the beach, like, there's, like, a very specific – did you say it was the beach? Uh,
2: I think he was talking to Carolinas. I don't know if it was coastal. It's probably not beach weather.
0: But even just, like, vacation cute outfit, you know, like, something that makes you feel good, that, like, accentuates your best qualities, like, you know, like, you just want to make sure you have, like, a cute – Little things set up for, you know, something that makes you feel good. That's what I'm saying.
1: And I'm saying the only... T- the clothes o- that
0: make you feel good. A wardrobe that's going to like get you excited, like get your hair done, do all this stuff. And,
1: and I'm saying the only reason you should do that is if you want to do it for you well,
0: that's what I was saying for her to feel like I, it always makes me feel better when I like get ready and get dressed up and put on lipstick and it makes me feel more attractive and that's kind of you know right now that's the only thing that I, I don't know it just doesn't seem I know what you're doing you're like a nice person and you're like I just don't want to be li- I don't want them to feel like I hoodwinked them but it's like I just don't think you need to think about them there is yeah.
1: almost no one on earth who has not gained weight in the past 12 years. I mean, yeah. that's such an unbelievably long time. If your body didn't change in 12 years, that is that is more of an outlier than the other direction. So I think uh, if it makes you feel more comfortable about this vacation, that's you are the only person, especially because this isn't your boyfriend. This is just some random pilot yeah. who's like flying in and out of your life waiting to get pegged. You should just do it because it makes you feel better about yourself, so you can walk into the vacation with full comfort and happiness.
0: But also, uh, he sounds annoying. I'm he sorry, he does sound annoying, and his schedule <laughs> blows. And like, I don't know. There's got to be something, you know, so, unless that's really what you're into. But like, I have to tell you this: when you first started telling me the story, I was like, "He is doing this to five other people. Mm-hmm. All of his check-ins. No, you don't
2: she think so? Buy it. Okay. No, I don't think so. That's good." I think- when he was younger, but I think he's an old man now.
1: He's an old man? How old is well, he? You look
2: like a young woman, so it sounds like he's getting a deal. I'm 46. I turned 47 next... And how old is he? Probably 10 or 11 years older than oh, I am. Oh, my
1: God. He's fucking lucky you're going on vacation with him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I would just try to take your focus off of this and more on to like what are you guys's uh is you guys's award uh, it is
1: in in america what
0: is. are your shared activities you know what are the things that you guys both like to do and if it's something athletic or exercise or movies like just like prep for the vacation in a fun way I, that isn't so heavily focused on looks and right expectations Pre-
1: i think that's wise like because you're
0: gonna have to spend like five days together at least. Start you know? finding
1: the things that you're looking forward to, not mm. the potential uh, disasters that could come. I mean, this is all as they called it in AA: stinking thinking. You know, he asked you to go on a vacation because he's excited to hang out with you, and you're like, "But what if he sees that I'm different and he hates what he's got?" It's just like he's stoked. And he's maybe stoked.
0: maybe maybe she can pitch a few like documentaries or like some maybe they could watch something like together. Like Twin flames, yeah, like twin flames. You could be like, "Have that you is seen a, this?" That yet? is
1: such a flex that is such a funny flex you go on vacation with a guy you've been like sort of kind of almost on and off with for 12 years and you're like what i'd like to do is watch the twin flames documentary with you don't do that
0: No, but I'm just saying maybe there's a fun way to save some of the things you want to watch so you can guys can watch them together. I don't know, just like have like a good you know th- just some fun vacation plans.
1: Yeah, focus on the fun and good times. Send the picture if it'll make you feel more confident. Don't send get it. Get those tits you- in there though. You have to get your tits in there. Don't send it because you want to warn him at what you've become because yeah. you're you're hot. We we Natasha and I are interested in opening our relationship up to you.
2: I always said that you guys were my dream truffle. Aww.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, we're not there
1: yet. Yeah, we're not there yet. But when we are, we'll call you. We'll find you in the Carolinas.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks so much, guys. Oh, um, for sure.
2: Book, and I really liked that. Uh, I think it was on Instagram where you were sort of going through all the little sections, and your mom was there. Yes. And you one of the book, and she said no, thanks.
1: <laughs> that was a that was a real candid moment in our family. Uh, you're awesome. Have fun on your vacation.
0: All right. Good yeah, luck, thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. 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 I've been there where you're like overly correct, like you're just so, Mm -hmm. such a people pleaser that you're, I don't know exactly if she's a people pleaser, but I know I am. And it's like you just don't, you're already thinking through everyone else's situations like, oh, I hope they don't feel bad that they have to do this and that. And it's like, you're just very focused on other people's needs and wants. But it also feels
1: extremely gendered. It feels extremely like this is a worry that women have. I mean, I guess I could see a man gaining weight and thinking, oh gosh, what if she sees me and I'm not what she remembers? But the truth is, even if he's if he looks the same, he's not the same. He's 12 years older too. People get older. People change. People's bodies change. I mean, my dick wasn't this big when we first got together, remember? Remember? Remember?
0: Give us a call if you'd like to get our advice at 213-222-8608. Or send us an email at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail. Also, join our Patreon. You get ad-free episodes, paintings, DJ mixtapes. What was the last thing? Huh?
1: What did you say the last thing was? Uh,
0: DJ mixtapes. Oh, yeah. I started DJing.
1: You did? Yeah. What kind of music? Uh,
0: Mostly just like I put all my favorite Morrissey songs together. it's all Morrissey all the time? And then um, uh, like links to my favorite Woody Allen movies. (laughs) <laughs> uh also if you want to listen to this podcast a great way to do it is on youtube i love listening to podcasts you can on watch it's it; it's so easy you actually watch the footage well what you can do is you can uh, put your headphones in do your thing you're listening to it and then when someone references something visual you, just you can over, just look at it glance that's on over.
1: join our patreon find us everywhere we love you and natasha more than anything i love you
0: i love you too